Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about why seeking discomfort will actually let you sleep better. So this is going to be a podcast episode where I'm just going to throw out a couple of ideas to get you inspired to do things that might feel uncomfortable in the beginning because in the end you're going to reap the results and we're going to uh, take a couple of different angles on this topic and as I said I hope this is going to inspire you to embrace uncomfort from time to time because eventually you're going to benefit from this. If you feel like uh, stuck and and you simply not feel good at the moment and you're in this, let's say, comfort zone that doesn't feel that well, then this week's episode is there to get you motivated, inspired to um, do things that will let you feel empowered, let you feel proud of yourself again. And uh, ultimately, it's going to give you confidence, the confidence back that you're in control of your life and that of things that are going on in your life. So let's start off maybe that it was one thing that just ran through my mind when I was sitting on the sofa just a couple of minutes ago, and that is a birth. So birth is not only the most awesome and wonderful thing that we can find on this planet, at least when it comes to me, uh, in my opinion, but it's also one of the most painful events for women, uh, obviously. But if you think about this, it's also the most joyful event. The biggest pain that a woman will face in her life is probably the most joyful event afterwards when the the child is born. And just to think about that for a while says a lot. This is one of the things that is so deeply implemented into our lives. It's it's that, that it might have a message for us. It doesn't have to be bad to experience pain. And maybe it's even necessary to experience joy. And there's a thing that I learned in one of the my past seminars years ago, it was probably in one of the NLP seminars, is that if we want to feel like we need to have movement in our emotions, if you take a coin, a dime or something else and put that onto your hand, the first uh, thing that you will experience is that you feel the dime, it's probably a little bit colder than your hand, And um, if you don't move that dime, it's going to pick up on the temperature. And at some point, it's just going to feel as if it weren't there anymore. So the first sensation is gone. And without any movement in that sensation, like the the coin getting hot or cold, or um, the, the coin moving around on our hand, without any motion, at some point, we're not going to feel it anymore. So um, there are a couple of things that we should know about uh, emotions. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about anything in life. So we're not only talking about sleep. Sleep is ultimately, uh, in real life, we're not really talking about sleep because sleep is just a thing that happens. We want to rest and we want to feel good. That's what it's all about. We want to feel good. And to do so, to feel good, We also need to embrace and accept that there are painful things out there and maybe they're necessary. Maybe we have to embrace um, painful things 
to be able to feel joyful things. So that's me rambling on a little bit philosophical today. But um, I'll give you an example. So a real life example, which I experienced now for over a year, is the cold shower that I'm doing. Actually, initially, I started this off for you to give you a tool to strengthen your willpower, your self-discipline, or as Will Smith says, your self-love which I like much more like he has this wonderful example with the pizza where he says, no, Will, I can't allow you to eat this pizza now because uh, I love you too much to do so. Because if you do that, it's going to harm your body and so on. So I'm going to give you something else that's better for you. And the cold showers is just kind of a thing that you can tap into. It's definitely going to feel uncomfortable so you're exposing, now you're, you're exposing your body to the cold. And there are a couple of very powerful things that you can do in this exercise. And you can f- find other uh, discomfortable things that are not as hard to do, maybe as a cold shower for you. You don't have to go all in in this. You can pick something that is slight, slightly less uncomfortable. But uh, I'll just share my experience uh, with the cold uh, shower with you right now. So... So the first thing, and that's initially uh, why I started to, to have this as even a tool in my coachings, is you have to exercise something that we would call willpower. So we, you need to do something that you know is not going to be pleasurable. And the thing why you're going to do this, or that should get you motivated, gets me motivated to do so, is that... First off, I know it's healthy. It's going to strengthen my immune system. I'm going to, and this is true, I didn't have one single uh, bad day in the last year, like uh, where I had a flu or anything. So uh, it definitely had a positive effect on my health. But um, it also uh, let me experience the cold in a different way. Like the first time I did it was just like shocking. I started to yasp. <gasps> I, I nearly, you know, I, when I, I listened to this, an, an audiobook got me inspired to do that. that and uh, essentially, the guy who did this ran through the process and I knew it would happen. But <laughs> I guess when you experience what really happens underneath a cold shower in the winter, like the, the water was really cold, um, I was just like, oh my God, what's this? And I had to focus on my breath. I really get a deep breath in, deep breath out, and so on. So I had to control my body. And after that, it was just so cold that I went into the, I went into the, 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 the depth of the feeling. So I, I had to get along with the feeling. And the thing that down the road helped me to do so was something that Wim Hof, who really promotes these cold showers and a breathing technique, uh, said. And that is, be curious. And believe it or not, the curiosity helps. So what I do now when I shower, uh, before I switch the the water from the hot, which I typically have a hot shower before, like three, four minutes, and then I flip the switch to the cold water, is that I imagine, I'm really curious to feel how it's going to feel with the cold water this time. Uh, So I I do so when I flip the switch, then when I put my head under the water, when I feel it run down my back, the cold, 
it's and it just gives a different sensation now the other thing that you can notice is if you expose your body to something that is uncomfortable at some point your body's going to adapt you're going to get a new baseline and this is an important state too like if you are in a bad place right now this is just a, a baseline of a feeling that you've got and you can move out of that you have to move out of that you want to move out of it in both directions you cannot just move into one direction if you are looking for only having joy in your life which we should head to so get me right here we should always head to uh, joyful feelings and experiences but if you think that you can experience joy and joy and joy and joy without some kind of pain i think that's just un unrealistic this is me speaking this there's no kind of like okay you would find scientific proof but you can find scientific proof for nearly anything out there but this is just out of my experience the experience that i've uh, got in many many uh, talks with friends clients you also need to be able to experience painful events and i was even thinking about the words just while sitting on the sofas because the first thing i, I thought was there there are good things and bad things happening but it's not right that's an interpretation of the situation like if I say that if I go into the cold shower, that's a bad thing, I'm, I'm giving it a meaning now. It's not bad, it's just cold. And to, to, I'm doing this for a year now, so probably if you would have asked me after the first cold shower, I would have told you something else. But reality is, it's not bad. It's just cold. And the sooner you accept that things are as they are and feel into them, be curious about them. And I can tell you another uh, story about a, a guy called Peter Shoup. I had a seminar with him um, just a while ago. And Peter Shoup, uh, you probably won't know him or odds are you don't. He's a very famous clown. Uh, so he even uh, went into the, the big circus, Roncalli Circus, and these places, uh, uh, he, he all saw him. So... But Peter Shoup, which uh, maybe not everybody knows, uh, lost a kid, a young kid, years and years ago. It must have been two decades ago, something like that. And uh, in a video he did later on, which I did after the seminar, actually when I went to visit the seminar, I didn't even know too much about Peter Shoup. Uh, I saw him in a video when he kind of was in a very reflecting um, kind of way and he got asked about death and he answered something like i'm i'm curious how it feels death and he really has this like thinking break in between it before it says death and i that was so touching and deep like if you can be curious about death and uh, to, to be very clear, there are a couple of core fears out there for nearly every human being, which is like the fear of rejection is a big one, the fear of failure, and the fear of death is, so the, these are, you know, a couple of the most common and biggest fears that nearly every human faces. And to hear somebody say, I'm, I'm curious how it feels, death, was just like, if you're able to 
embrace and be curious about how something feels that every, nearly everybody is afraid of, then you're in a different state. Now it's not good or bad. We would say dying is a bad thing to do. But if you're curious about it, it loses the interpretation. So uh, I know I'm very philosophical today, like with these thoughts and ideas. But what I want to hand over to you is a way to see your particular situation with different eyes, to take a different angle on where you are right now. Uh, I just did a, a, a poll on uh, an insomnia a group where uh, I think it was over 100 people participated that had, you know, over 70% of people who participated in this poll were only sleeping like somewhere around five or less than five hours, 70%. And um, if you are in this state at the moment, it's a complete different story if you have a look at that and say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to accept this. It's not bad. It's how it is at the moment. I want to embrace this. I want to figure out a little bit more about how I feel when I'm feeling tired, how I feel when I'm actually not able to fall asleep. So embrace, embracing the current situation is a, a big thing to do. And exposing yourself to a discomfortable situation like having a cold shower, or doing any other thing that seems uncomfortable for you will open up a door to feel joy and pleasure, as strange as this might sound. And, and that's kind of where I'm going to close up this week's um, podcast, more or less. Uh, and it will also make it so much easier for you to do and take the necessary steps to improve your sleep quality. Because imagine how easy it's going to be to stick to a regular sleep schedule, to avoid watching TV, to write a gratitude journal, to have a hot bath or all that other stuff that you know will help you to sleep better or might know um, will help you to sleep better. Or even just to figure out, to ask somebody what you should be doing to improve your sleep quality. How much easier will that be in comparison to having a cold shower, or doing other uncomfortable things. Now you will feel empowered and say, okay, I'd rather do that than do the cold shower again. And just to have that reference point is super powerful. So uh, I'll share another thing that I did with you because I'm going to share the video with you in the next couple of days. Um, to The last couple of days it was snowing here and I did a challenge with my son, like he said, okay, let's go out into the snow in shorts, like he did that last year on his own. And I said, yeah, I agreed a while ago, we, we can do that. It was probably, you know, like summer when we said we're going to do this or autumn. And that was really snowing. So uh, he asked me and I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. We hopped and, and, and that day uh, I wasn't in the mood to go out in the, uh, into the snow. I wouldn't have done that without of me ha feeling the need to stand with my word that I gave my son. So I hopped into my shorts and then we went out into the snow, only wearing shorts, uh, laid down and got covered in snow. Um, what really helped me was obviously that I did the cold showers before so you can expand your level of discomfort. And another thing was uh, I did the breathing 
And at the beginning uh, of the video, if you have a look at that, I'm going to publish that on YouTube. I, I say something like, oh my God, this is uh, colder than a cold shower, obviously. But after I did the meditation, like going into the, the depth, doing the breathing, really uh, doing a kind of a meditation, accepting the cold pain, it was okay. And I was lying in the snow for 10 minutes and I could have went on for longer. I was just too afraid that I would harm my body without noticing it, like my feet or anything like that. Um, so this is just something, you know, you're, you're going to, you can have fun if you look at that. Um, uh, please let, let me know what you think when you see the video. And, you know, don't, don't feel challenged to go into the snow. This is just uh, for, for one reason, this should inspire you. Uh, a year from now, I would never have done that. Like, start small, do something that is uncomfortable for you, and then you can expand from there and build the strength of your willpower. Um, and this is definitely going to help you to do anything you need to do to return back to superb sleep and to return back to feeling better at daytimes because that's, in the end, that's what we're talking about here, right? So to put that into context, um, feeling discomfort uh, fits into the mindset section. I've got a nine-step process to bring people back to uh, high-quality sleep on a natural foundation with high energy levels at daytime. And it's kind of divided. These nine steps are divided into three blocks. So we're talking about the mindset, the practice, and the habit. And this is all around the mindset, right? We're setting our mind right. We're giving our minds more um, dynamics, more, more range of making good decisions for us and feeling differently about them. But as always, it's, it's up to you. You can say, no, I want to feel comfortable, comfy, cozy, and move on from there. Why shouldn't that be possible? Um, uh, but there's a guy I want to, I, I forgot who said it. I want to um, phrase here who said, the comfort zone is a very dangerous place to be. And uh, I must say, I agree. It takes energy and effort to move out of the comfort zone. And many people have become comfortable of feeling uncomfortable. And what is that for life? So I'd rather feel a little bit of pain every now and again and be able to feel the joy too and see that joy and come to a different interpretation of what is good and what is bad. So whatever you do, I wish uh, you good, good sleep. And uh, don't forget to go to YouTube, uh, check out the Sleep Trust channel on YouTube and check out the video where I went to test a new level of discomfort for me, like in the snow. And I hope you're going to enjoy that video, um, especially probably the, f the first seconds when I drop into the snow, <laughs> which I'm not sure if I'm going to do that again, but um, definitely enjoy that. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Seeking discomfort will give you a new angle on what is going on in your life at present, especially when it comes to evaluating if it's good or bad. It will also help you to get motivated to implement things that will actually improve your sleep with ease rather than what it might be for you today. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about how sleep affects our mental health. Until then, have a superb sleep. Thank you.
Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.